Now listen closely. They will attack your eyes till nothing remains but two bloody sockets. Ladies and gentlemen, my subject is disturbed tonight. Her world is disturbed. Now I saw those bodies and whoever mutilated them has a very special problem. There's nothing to be afraid of. Stay scary podcast. Sacrifice. I was saying earlier, I would, I would sacrifice my favorite niece and my favorite nephew to to Moloch. Oh my! If it meant saving Baby Yoda, I would hold him. I would hold him close to my heart. I would fight. I would fight. I would kill, kill for Baby Yoda. I, I, I cannot <laughs> wait to see this show. I, I mean, it's got what's his name from uh, Narcos and Game of Thrones, Pedro McHandsome a lot. He is, I, I am, I am, I'm saying I am straight-ish. That man is too, (laughs) too goddamn beautiful. He's not handsome. He is beautiful. Uh And I want him to save the fucking universe. He's on your, so he's on your forgivable five? Oh my, yes. I'd be like, girlfriend details. (laughs) Forgivable five. I mean, I've seen, uh, you know, know, he's the desert snake. Can we, can we, can we lie down next to each other and tell ghost stories and become best friends? He is, he is. You want to snuggle? I want to snuggle with him. He's adorable. You want to, do you want to spoon him? I think I think there's an arms race between cuteness between him and Baby Yoda. I was just thinking that I'm like, you know, we were talking <laughs> I, about I Baby guess, Yoda, but yeah, it went now, right to yeah. Mr. I, Beautiful. I, I don't think I would kill for Mr. Beautiful. I would I, I would cut a bitch for Baby Yoda. <laughs> I would fucking cut a bitch. I'm surprised you didn't cut that bitch from the hair salon. Oh yeah, the person, the, the woman who was giving me shit about my hair. There yeah. was a mean lady at the hair salon that like asked Lisa why she cuts her hair so short. Like why would why does she does she need a punching? No, a no. Well, I mean, thing. no. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I mean, there were many things I could have said, but I have a very good relationship with my with my stylist and my colorist, and yeah. I would like to continue to go to the salon. But what I wanted to tell this bint was, well, because because <laughs> the long hair gets in the way every time I suck off your husband. <laughs> Oh, Lisa's been all about the fellatio lately. I'm salty. What wow. do you mean I've been all about the fellatio because lately? Because the last episode we were talking about blowjob lips. Oh, the blowjob lips. <laughs> that because that's from from the. From, from, uh, Hi, mom. <laughs> my mom. My mom doesn't care. Yeah, the blowjob um, lips from the '80s movie. The '80s movies make when you where when you're like, where you're wearing the gobby lip gloss, the yeah. Bonnie Bell lip gloss, the lip smackers, <laughs> and, it's like and they, it's all shiny and glistening, and then there's like a little thread that happens when like you open your lips yeah (laughs) did i did i go too far we got a little graphic this morning i went there that was funny i went there because i was like no i forgot about that that because that's why that's the gooey gummy blowjob lips the gummy goopy blowjob lips (laughs) glistening blowjob lips well all right welcome to stay scary podcast yeah a very Silly podcast mm. about very serious horror. My name is Lisa McColgan. I'm Ian Kiefer. And this is our guest. Kevin Harrington. Hi, Kevin. Hello. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself before we uh, <laughs> launch into our before, discussions? Now, now that we've talked about blowjob lips and <laughs> uh, Baby Yoda. Uh, I am a... I, I guess, and baby <laughs> that is Yoda. such a disparate... That, like, is, that is a crazy... Yeah. We've run the gamut. Welcome welcome we to the <laughs> inside of my brain. <laughs> Uh, I'm a, I guess I'd say I'm a comic. I'm a comedian. I've been doing improv in the Boston area for many, many years. Uh, at 
Improv Boston back in the day, a little bit at Improv Asylum. Um, mostly now, I'm on the podcast side. I've worked with Hey Drunk Gospel Hour for many, many years. Um, I've done some work with Pick Aside Stupid, which is nice, like, uh, really fun. Um, I, I, I describe it as March Madness applied to comedy, where like 20 comedians go head to head in a debate show. And they did it live and now they record it into a podcast. So nice. uh, shout out to my buddy, Sean Carter, a uh, very funny guy um, and all Boston comics. Uh, shout out to you guys. You're great. Um, and uh, yeah, so I guess mostly on like audio side now. Um, have well, done you have you have a films. magnificent voice. Thank you. I love I, I I notice these things. I love I'm not saying I I love my voice, but I just love audio <laughs> stuff so much. It's so fun like you know, Rich uh Rich Wentworth and Mike McQuilkin, the creators of Hadron, talk about this a lot of why they like doing the podcast is it's so much theater of the mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's so fun. Like I just find podcasting I, I don't know if you listen to the Lore podcast. Oh yeah, I love Lore. Or uh Bone and Sickle. Yeah. I love uh, their audio just like it's just so relaxing. I love like a good narrator voice. So. And well, we love you for being oh, with us you. today. Yes, thank you. yes, because we are we are baby we are still baby podcasters. Not as cute as Baby Yoda. Well, I don't think anybody would would cut a bitch for us. I, I don't really know. want it's your mom to make that mind. hat. It's I they, want her to make me one of those hats. Yes. Can we talk about what's the, I want the tiny Yoda. tiny Nosferatu? Tiny I want the Yoda Nosferatu hat. is my new favorite. Uh, yes. I want Tiny Nosferatu. Hold him, love him, pass him, pass him. Oh my God! I can touch him. You can touch him. This is adorable. You got to put a picture of this. Oh no, he's he's on. He's the logo. Yeah, he's, he's adorable. He looks like he would be friends with Baby Yoda. And I would love a comic book series or a web well, series where they go around the universe. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, we can't go to the desert planet because, well, he probably, I mean, he's Nosferatu. He doesn't, so he doesn't communicate. He's just like, ah! And like he looks at, <laughs> there's like a son. He's just like, ah! And then he hides under the pod and Baby Yoda's like, <laughs> and then, like maybe he, Baby Yoda, like waves his hand and moves a moon in front of the sun, so yeah, it like so becomes an eclipse. And then he's baby like, Nos can come out. and then like yeah. they go fishing or something adorable. Tiny, he's oh. tiny Nosferatu. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, so my mother, my mother made my, made it's him adorable. for me. Um, she's also made me several other critters. Speaking um, of family, yes, families, and I'm going to see mom and dad uh, for for Thanksgiving. As so many people will be seeing their families for Thanksgiving. This Family, year. they push your buttons. Oh. They're the ones who installed them. Yep. <laughs> yeah, fucking family I'm going to borrow time. that. That it, is such a great it's, phrase. It's yep. it's family time. It's 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 family dysfunction. You know, perhaps perhaps you're going to be spending Thanksgiving with people whose political views don't oh, exactly God. align with yours. <laughs> It's the cultural exchange between. I'm not going to have to deal with that since my parents listen. My parents watch MSNBC and CNN and scream at the TV all day. Good. Uh, I will not be dealing with that because I will be visiting my son in Miami and cooking him a Thanksgiving dinner. That's very nice. Is is Arlie going with you? No, she's going with her dad. Okay. 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 Miami, home of Dexter. But I have had awkward. I will be meeting with him. I have had awkward. I have had awkward Thanksgivings in the past. I have. I think we all have. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. so. Yeah. 
Thanksgiving the true horror it, holiday it, season. It, it, it truly you know, is. That turkey is the most visceral thing. It's like laying when open. When you're pulling out like the yep, yeah. like on the blade open. It's, it's, like, it's like playing with the thing. That, there's so much fun that you can mine out of Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Oh, they, God, that, yeah. That holiday, you can butcher it 12 times. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, so. and there's not really a, a ton. I mean, there. you know, we've talked about, we talked about, you know, food. Mm-hmm. In horror, the horror gourmet, gourmet episode, and we've talked about family, well, siblings, siblings yeah. sibling rivalries. But this is family dynamics. This we're is family about dynamics, today. and there, and God knows there are plenty of movies about. I only know of the one uh, actual Thanksgiving horror movie, which was Thanks Killing. Thanks Killing, gobble have you, gobble, have, motherfucker. Have you seen Thanks Killing? <laughs> is Thanks Killing the uh, the turkey, the possessed demon turkey. <laughs> you have it to is, check it out. It is the Freddy Krueger of I, poultry. I have heard of this movie, and I've been meaning to track it down. Is it by the same production company that did Jack Frost? I don't know, but they have the like. That's going to be on another episode. Yeah. 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 yeah, I was I was confusing if it was the one that Simon Pegg and company did during. No, this is a this is fairly low budget. Okay. I would I would call well, theirs was a- two. They did it as like a trailer for. Uh, was it Grindhouse? They had fake movie commercials, and oh one gosh. of them was like I think just called Thanksgiving, and it was just like made to look like an '80s slasher movie, like a you know like I spit on your grave yeah. type of Grindhouse films. So I'm going to just play. Nice tits, bitch. Is this the best of the turkey? Yes. An accident. <laughs> what the hell? What kind of accident? Well, I took this here axe and I accidentally cut him. Get it? <laughs> accident. <laughs> There's no such thing as an evil turkey. Oh wait, I lied. <laughs> <laughs> So you get the yeah. idea. So yeah, it's <laughs> basically a Freddy Krueger turkey. Uh, he's been he, the, the legend is that uh, uh, that the pilgrim it was the pilgrims and and a and a Native American who felt slighted by the pilgrims yeah, it, and did this necromancy on this turkey and and then this is what happened. So they and yeah. then he got activated. So and I yeah. I just remember watching. I'm watching this <laughs> and I, I I'm thinking I should be looking away from the television. I should be turning this. Off, but I was eerily, like, just taken in by this movie. I had to watch it. Oh, sure. The turkey, the turkey is everything. Um, yeah. It's uh, <laughs> as it is as at it Thanksgiving is, as dinner, it is, unless you do the tofurkey yeah. or the turducken. <laughs> oh, oh that talk about ho- yeah. horror. That that the tur- the turducken. That's another horror movie. Oh my god, the, stuff. The and more stuff you and think stuff. about it, we cut something open. We stuff it with other things. It's like it's we, Frankenstein. It's Frankensteining a Frank meal. Frank It's a, like a mummy mummy meal. Yeah, and it's it's delicious. But yeah, it is it is totally the holiday built around the biggest part of this meal is an animal it's that carnage. we carve up. Even our words, we carve, we stuff. It's we're such, carving it. We're stuffing. We're it. We're pulling out its yeah. innards. Pulling out its innards, and we we, we boil making, them aside. We, we bake them and giblet then we, gravy. We stuff with, it with, back with the into its body. <laughs> this this season is ripe for horror. Oh, we have muffins with them. 
Oh my god. Muffins with with turkey. Some people have muffins with turkey. Mm. Some people like they'll like take the stuffing muffins. The stuffing muffins. I've the had oh, that. stuffing so, muffins. I yeah. see. So you good. know what I do yeah. is you get the crescent, you get the Pillsbury crescent roll dough, right? And then you you, you arrange it. You unroll them and you arrange it like kind of in a wreath. And oh. then you then you mix up a bunch of leftovers like turkey and stuffing and cranberry and potatoes and you mix it all up and then you put you it, it, it in and then you roll joint. it in, and it's like it's like a leftover calzone. And oh my god! It. Oh my god! It's so fucking good. It sounds good. I hope it's Mike. Good. I hope my buddy Mike Dumphy is listening. Yeah. he's a chef. Let's make that mic. Yeah, I was really working good. with him. We made even though it's like crescent roll, which is like total garbage. Like like white people food. It has <laughs> it has its roll. it has its uses. But that's oh, yeah. the thing. When no, you but can those take things are delicious. They are, and when you can take something delicious and you can like MacGyver it into some like. Amazing I, shit. Have like, you made? I, is that is? Do you make Thanksgiving dinner ever? I, I have never made. I have. I have been responsible for certain side dishes. What's your specialty? Mostly. Well, I I mostly do the dessert end of things. Um, but I do. My mother taught me to make a very nice cranberry chutney. Ooh, very yes. nice. Very nice cranberry chutney. I'm I'm into the cranberry chutney. And you? Do you do you cook? Uh, do you make anything? I cook a little. Like uh-huh. out of now necessity, I finally I have my. You sound like Patrick Bateman. And I cooked a little. <laughs> I love food. Yeah. I love cooking. I don't necessarily know how to cook like well myself. I, lo- I I'm a great helper. And uh there You're are a good sous chef. I'm a good sous you chef. You cut up the hot dogs yeah. to put in the mac and cheese. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. like the I'm like I'm like the Robin to your Batman. I'm like whatever you need, I will try. I will hack these potatoes up. But uh if I can follow some steps, I, I mean, it's fun. I like yeah. the process. You're doing the food prep. I'm yeah. more a baker than a than a cook. I I, I, I bake yeah. a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I bake a lot. I've I've made Thanksgiving dinner many many times, and you know sometimes some years you just get sick of doing it. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, and some years you know you only want to do it small scale. So yeah, sure. and 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 some years you want to do it up. You just and, gotta... and some years you just want to murder everybody. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, like... the stats on the stats on. I was listening to oh God. What, what I was listening yes. to what podcast? Um, um, one of the podcast shows. I think it was um of the dark side of, and right now they're doing so the dark side. They'll do like the you know the dark side of you know Hollywood, the dark side of the music industry. Right now they're doing the dark side of holidays. Mm-hmm. Oh. And so they're talking. There was an episode about like you know people who like Ooh. slaughter their families. Like they kill their families. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. Is it yeah. just Thanksgiving or is it Christmas too? Um, well, they were really only talking about Thanksgiving, but um, I'm sure there's. Killing. I'm sure it, that there's, really is Thanksgiving. It really. Is. I'm sure. Talk amongst yourselves. I'm sure there's some uh, statistics about. Like the rate of slaughter. Well, I, I know <laughs> for Thanksgiving, Kevin. I know that in your travels, you've acquired this taste for vampirism. Yes, vampires. Yes, yes, as, yes. And and you're working on a. Am I allowed to talk about? This? Oh yeah, actually, and you're working yeah. on a, a I Kill Vampires podcast. It's called I Kill Draculas. I Kill Draculas. And yeah. this is actually how we're connected. Don't listen, Tiny. Uh, Matt Ferrara, <laughs> uh, a good buddy of mine up in Salem. I was talking to him about this. Uh, this has been an idea of mine for a, f- a couple of years. And when I was talking to him about the story, I, I went to him initially because the, the premise is um, I, as a stupid comedian, come up to Salem, Massachusetts, thinking I'm going to like a horror convention. And in the show, I have a podcast called I Kill Dracula's that's all about horror and comedy. And I present myself is in a way as a person that like is an expert. So I think I'm coming up to talk about horror. And in reality, I get to Salem and like somebody has like recruited me 
because they, they think I'm a expert monster hunter. Yeah. And I get three amigoed into coming to this town and realize <laughs> it's kind oh, of like Fright Night almost. Exa- it's ex- yes. Yeah. Yes. Very much like that. Yeah. So I come in and realize, whoa, number one, uh, vampires and monsters are real. Yeah. Uh, two, people think I have some ability to fight them. Mm-hmm. Three, they know who I am and what I do. So I have to quickly figure out how you to either You've got a target be- on your back. Yes. And I have, to, I have to uncover Draculas. ways to fight, a, you know, fight the undead. Yeah. And during the during the process of, of being there and doing this, I start to uncover a mystery that I'm connected to Salem and how all of this feeds back to the witch trials. And the idea is... The innocent blood that was spilled during the Salem witch trials cursed the men that oh, were that were the judges. Little feminists, and in there. they became because there's a, there's an actual line. Um, there's a and there's a, there's a old belief that a witch's dying words would become true. So some of these women, when they were executed, they were their mouths were gagged. And I'm going to use that trick, right? Mm. But there's this cool quote, and it goes back to the trials. Uh, you know, they're like, "Are you a witch?" And it said, "I'm no more a witch than you are, right. a wizard." And if you are to take my life, the Lord will surely give you blood to drink. Yep, yep. And yep. I learned this when I moved up there last year, and I was doing one of the tours because it was just like, "Oh, I want to do this thing about vampires in Salem," and then I was like. Holy shit! This that, that literally, this literally yeah. created all. This was like the stone that filled in, right? Because like, anyway. all my friends, this is this has just been an ongoing joke for years. Like, uh, I gotta go kill some Draculas, and <laughs> yeah. my friends love it because I keep referring to vampires as, as Draculas because yeah. it's just it's way better. It's yeah, funnier. it's funnier. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's way more funny to say uh, I'm a Dracula Slayer yeah. than a kill than a vampire, vampire killer. It's just funnier. But when I when I was doing the tours and and like my my friends uh, run a tour company up there, Black Hat Tours, and I was yeah, yeah. working with them. Because I was like, I want to know the town and I want to get some of the culture and maybe this can filter into some of my ideas with the podcast or other things that I'm working on. And then when I got to that line, I was like, holy shit. Yeah. This this literally justifies – this Vampirism. creates my, my whole world in, in the story. And I was like, wow, I'm really onto something and this is really, this is really fun and exciting. And tangentially to that, I found out I have – a lot of people share my last name in in the Salem, in Salem area yeah. and and Northern Mass. And uh, my last name is Harrington. Um, I did not know family on the East Coast until I moved here. And I'm like, wow, there's a lot of Harringtons, specifically Kevin Harringtons. There's been – there was a former mayor of Salem. There was a state senator named Kevin Harrington and then started playing with this joke that there's been this – person throughout history. Kevin Harrington. Kevin Harrington. And that I find out is connected to the the witch trials and it's it's, it's the Van Helsing. Yes. And and like <laughs> That's nuts. And that he like comes back because he's somehow tied to the curse right, right. Ah, to to fight these cool. vampires. So I won't say there that's a lot yeah. that I've, I've laid out there. So you guys like keep an eye out for Kevin Harrington. Yeah, because yeah. he's got a yeah. podcast. And about. and I'll send you the links. Well, we're gonna have you back on when that yeah, podcast definitely. goes yeah. active. Yeah. And I think that's sort of what's great about podcasting too. Yeah. Like I mean, yeah. uh, especially since since we've started this one. Like and and how many people really want to talk about horror and 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 oh, the yeah. way it affected them. And when we did the live show, mm-hmm. um, there there were a lot of people that were really into getting up with us and like talking about you know where did you grow up? Was there a murder there? Did you have a ghost? 
ghost story. Oh, we learned yeah. a lot of really cool stuff. Yeah. Um, so here's uh, getting back to the Thanksgiving and family theme. I, I looked up some stats. Oh. Uh, 600 last year, almost 600 individuals were shot over Thanksgiving. That doesn't include the countless stabbings and beatings. Jesus. Um, run of the mill assaults yeah. uh, increased more than 20 percent uh, during Thanksgiving. Um, there are more car related deaths, more. Uh, it kicks off the coronary season. According to the calorie, Hooray. according to the Calorie Control Council, CCC, Yikes. the average American consumes 4,500 calories on Thanksgiving Day, day and that doesn't even count the alcohol. <laughs> doesn't count alcohol. Hooray. And then, you know, then there's like, you know, salmonella, bacteria from leaving stuff out, like an oyster, oyster dressing, you know, nice lukewarm, you know, Blah. dressing with oysters in it. Mm. And then, of course, you know, there's all the turkeys that are that Not are slaughtered properly. Hence, oh, oh, the turkey slaughter. Itself. Yeah. Hence, yeah. The turkey slaughter itself. Hence, the... uh, hence turkey from Thanksgiving. <laughs> Gobble gobble, 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 motherfucker. Yeah, he is. He is. He is the Freddy Krueger of poultry. I, oh he is. God. He's he's got all the, the Freddy Krueger wisecracks. And it kind of looks that, like Freddy Krueger. I just love that his name is spelled Turkey. T-U-R-K-I-E. Turkey. 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 Like, oh, look how cute. Yeah. <laughs> it's turkey. <He's> turkey. <laughs> I may not want to eat turkey anymore after but, seeing yeah, that. But yeah, so that's the, really the yeah. only movie that like definitely addresses Thanksgiving. But I mean, yeah. I'm thinking but, about well, like we're, all the. We're talking about family dynamics. Fa- well, yeah, I'm talking about yeah, family dynamics. And, 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 uh, you and know. Kevin, and we've married those two things. Uh, Kevin actually brought up this movie called oh, Near yeah. Dark. One of the. Right. It's arguably. My, in my top 10, and I think it is probably one of the best horror movies ever. I say Near Dark, uh, The Thing. If I, if I wanted to be specific, uh, you know, it's a, it's a vampire film, even though I kill Draculas. Mm-hmm. Um, Near Dark, The Hunger, I Lost think you Boys might want to be three. one. You want to be well, a and, and the Lost Boys That's is what, kind of a family dysfunction movie. Oh, totally. You know, totally. it's it's Absolutely. like so many of them are like Hellraiser. Hellraiser is oh, like God. the Hellraiser. ultimate yes. family dysfunctional yes. movie. Like okay. you know, the daughter. Hellraiser is is okay. Hellraiser, Near Dark. <laughs> <laughs> I made thing. him rethink his whole Those thing. are my top three. Yeah. Those are my top three. We've got three. like so many lists now. We've got the Forgivable Five. Forgivable Five. Top three <laughs> Pazuzu, Pazuzu's on the Forgivable Five. Of your uh, that, ride well, or die. Yeah, we'll do. <laughs> Pazuzu is my ride or die. Um, but yeah. So Near Dark, that's uh, that's some fucking fun, family fun facts about them. There are no crosses, holy water, fangs, or the word vampire uttered in that vampire movie. Right. Um, wow, that's interesting. That movie actually came out short after the Lost Boys, I think within a few months. And okay, yeah, guess yeah, yeah, who, yeah. Guess who got, you know, most of the popularity? The Lost Boys, yep. of course, you know. Because of fucking Corey Feldman. <laughs> Fuck Corey Feldman. I, have to, I always have to work that into almost every episode. Fuck you, Corey Feldman. Fuck you, Corey oh. Feldman. Yeah. I feel bad for him. He's had, I'll say it again with my, with my caveat. I know he's had a terrible go of it, but he keeps women in little stupid angel outfits yeah. and tells them what to eat. So fuck you, Corey Feldman. Yeah. Yep. Well, it, if, if I, if I can, it's creepy how that stuff, like something that happens to a person gets played out to others. And oh, I'm yeah, just the like, objectification, you know, objectification, playing out, out, you know, it, I feel like that's a, that, that, that's a person yeah. I, 
I, I feel bad for because I feel like they got stunted because they were pushed out as a kid, as a child actor. And then abused. And abused. And, you know, you look at this stuff with like Michael Jackson. I'm like, holy shit. I wonder how much of this is like a carryover from what may have been done to this guy or what he saw as a kid. Yeah. It's and not to get on my no 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 too so, too offset yeah I mean well you know if you've been a victim of something there are a couple a few ways it can go you yeah can, it's the dextering it's you, the it's right. the thing that it's like well, the abuse or the you know violence or something it, you either you either identify with your abuser and play that behavior out mm-hmm. you stay the victim and kind of stay locked in that mm-hmm. fear state or that victim state or you can do a reframe on it and say I survived this and then here's yeah. here's my new story yeah but yeah so you know near dark man they they get they had some vampires in that movie um you know that came out shortly after lost boys and you know the cast includes um a young bill paxton oh my god this oh, might be bill the Paxton's best bill paxton too. role and it's great because it's got him and lance henriksen yep and oh god i, I can't remember and, uh, oh. and goldstein Jeanette yes, goldstein Jeanette, w- they did this right after alien yep uh-huh. and they are like the 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 they were it's like they were really they became really close good on aliens yeah and they were so fired up to do this yep. and I feel like you really see it like they have such great chemistry together yep. and we talk about like this movie is great because it I feel like it it explores you know the notion of if vampires were real in a more realistic way because they're not going to be like Twilight they're not going to be like these like sparkly sparkly things they're going to be deeply damaged people like yeah. the rest of us and I don't think they would be like in certain movies where they're like some clandestine organization and they're in politics and manipulating stuff. And like they're monsters. They would have to find a way to survive. So they're basically like drifters. Right. And it's got this great like lo- like uh, Western feel to it. I think it takes place. I forget. I don't know if they spell it out where it takes place. I think it's Texas it's, or Oklahoma. It's, it's, yeah, it's like oklahoma Yeah, Yeah. It looked – it reminded me just – it's just beautiful kind of lonesome towns yep. like uh, and it, it's where they could survive because right. it's like they can kind of blow through a town and maybe pick off a couple of people and then they move nobody on. Notices right. yeah. Nobody notices. And because yeah. they and, and, you know, you get the idea that they've been doing this for decades or maybe even longer. Centuries. Like they're, for a long time. Because the one guy, out. well, the one, the, the, the oldest one, you know, they ask him, how old are you? Because mm-hmm. he has this Confederate flag. Yes. I was just going to uh, say. Yeah. yeah. And, and they do that a little bit in The Lost Boys with uh, – <laughs> the guy they call Little Eddie Munster. Yeah. Oh, it looks yeah. like he has oh, yeah, we talked about like him. either a band uniform, like a laddie, a, laddie, or yeah. like a Civil War ca- soldier. I keep calling yeah. him Fauntleroy. He's like, yeah, he's yeah. laddie, Little Lord Fauntleroy. <laughs> yeah, as Jesse, 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 Jesse yeah. Hooker. Um, yeah, he. You, so it's it's implied that he was a, a Civil a, War Civil War soldier in a, a, a Southern one. The yeah, so, uh, or know, maybe picked it off somebody yeah. that he that he might have killed back then. Well, he said, you know, that I was I was in the war. Yeah. We our side lost. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's talking about how he lived that time. And and you know what was interesting about that time was um it was what, nineteen eighty seven. We're still in the Reagan era. Yep. Yep. Um, we're still, you know, looking at these these people who are like on the outer fringes and yes. they're um you know, they're they're getting their own justice and there were people, you know, like disenfranchised, uh, you know, white men, mm-hmm. I think, who mm-hmm. um, felt like they needed to, you know, 
pick some people off and, mm-hmm. you know, get what. So anyway, there's. Because white men have, you know, they've really had it tough people. They just. I, right. No one <laughs> right. think of the white yeah. men. Yeah. The poor white man. Yeah. So, there, yeah. you know, there's some, there's some interesting, I thought, undercurrents yeah. with that. Um that kind of tie into, you know, where we were as people or, back then. Not you or I, because we were like little wee people by at that point, but still, but. You know, it's you interesting know. that you bring that up, you know, that this, this is coming out kind of in that Reagan America period, or it was heavily influenced by that. And, you know, you family, think, values. family values, family values, the nuclear family. And I think this is interesting because I love the shows that kind of said, fuck you to that and turned it on its ears. Like oh, Married yeah. with Children yes. was so great Bundy, right? because yep. it was like, no, we think that's hypocritical. And we're going to show like the family that is anti right. that BS. And in this, it's like you have a family unit that really turns that on its ear because they're not a, a you know, they're like they're a family by choice, by, by choice, and, and by they're, blood, and by blood, and by, and by blood. You know, yes. they share blood, and uh, you know, it's like an interesting thing. Like it's they're they're a tribe. Like yep. they, they kind of look out for each other, even though they are the villains and they do very monstrous things. There is this. There's there's simultaneously moments where they're very alluring because they really look out for each other, mm-hmm. and you realize that maybe they are monstrous because they have. It's just them. Well, right. Bill, Bill Paxton is like the alpha male. Oh my, yeah. He's like the alpha male on steroids, basically. Mm-hmm. You know? well, and that sort of reminds me of uh, 30 Days of Night and that oh, band yeah. of vampires. Yeah, that's that another band. great that's, I, yeah, story. That, I, yeah, that's a whole like storyline there. And, and we won't get into my, my thing about uh, what's his name there? The head vampire. Um, Danny Bigelow. Houston. Danny Houston. Oh, I that's love right. Danny, Danny, Danny Houston. Houston. Is so... I fucking love him. Danny God, Houston is yeah. dead fucking sexy yep. in that movie. He's I don't care what for, anybody says. Dan, Danny five. Houston as Marlowe is forgivable five. He doesn't get enough credit. He is such a great actor. And, and talk about another like family, like a yeah. dynasty there with his yeah. half sisters, Angelica. Yeah, yeah. His father John was uh, was John Houston. Yeah. yeah. Like God. imagine Thanksgiving dinner. Good God. Well, you know. <laughs> That's the potatoes, yeah. you swine! <laughs> How dare you! That's that's a family. That's a Thanksgiving where I could see some shooting or stabbing going down. Oh, very possibly. father, <laughs> just very like. Uh, Angelica's got some skeletons yeah. in her closet. Oh yeah, because it was at her house that um, that uh, Roman Polanski. Oh uh, right, Roman oh, Polanski um, um, assaulted that assaulted that girl. Oh my god, that's right. Oh. Creepy Hollywood terror. Well, well, Catherine Bigelow was married to um, I don't know if they're still married, but James Cameron. That's oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. So you know, she kind of just said, "Honey, can I have these actors and bring them over here?" And he said, "Yeah, sure." Hmm. Yeah, because this yep. was her first film that she directed. I don't think they're. I don't think they're married anymore. Because if that was yeah. like eighty seven, because then he was messing around with the uh, oh. Terminator lady there, <gasps> Linda Hamilton. Yeah. Linda that's Hamilton. Right, that's right. That's right. And then I think he left Linda Hamilton yes. for one of the actor actresses in Titanic. Family. Family. (laughs) Well, Catherine Bigelow is also credited with directing Point Break, Hurt Locker, and Zero Dark Thirty. So she's got some chops. She's an amazing director and producer, and I love her work. And this movie is just – is 
is I think is just kind of like a perfect well, film. It's a western. It's a it's vampire. A, it's a movie. western. It's a vamp. You know, like there are certain things that came out later. Like, oh, this it's is a cool. love story. It's a vampire western. It's I was a like, family. Near Dark movie. was a vampire western before any of these things got to the table. Mm-hmm. Right. And it is a romance. It's 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 got everything in it. It's got this beautiful Romeo and Juliet story in the middle of this. And people would be like, well, how the hell does that fit? And I'm like, watch this movie because I feel like they did a far better job of, uh, a, a, you know, a tragic doom, doom lovers, tragic romance than Twilight or any of those things ever could have possibly. He's got to earn his keep. Yeah. He's got a week. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And, you know, I just love the really innovative film styles that they do. Like, I think they they were shooting Day for Night. Yep. Uh, which, which gives it this really cool – they do um, an effect with it. So, it's like you're seeing how the vampires see at night. Yeah. And I just love how they did that. So, it's like very yeah. innovative as w- in both its storytelling as well as its technique. They were – the film work was good, but the characters themselves looked kind of – like brutal. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like uh, Bill Paxton. Ugh, God, he he is so great in so many things, but I really love him. And you talk about that kind of alpha male, like, you know, he he is at his more like explosive, crazy Bill Paxton yeah. moment. Right. But he's got like just rest a, in peace, Bill. I know. Uh, just pour a little out for Bill. Yeah. Pour it out. I love that man. Pour um, it down and, my gullet. <laughs> you know, so many, so many great things that he gave us, but I love seeing him. This is one of those, I think, kind of an unsung roles because not sadly, not enough people have seen this movie. No, it was really overshadowed by it, the Lost Boys. By Lost Boys, it, which, it was all yeah, because that which was is like crazy to think because they're they're both great and they both took right. vampires in very different and innovative ways. I love Lost yeah. Boys when they do. This is a fun fact that I found when I was like deep dive on the DVD commentary. The blood in that movie. Go back and watch it again. Boys? They uh, they put glitter in it. Oh, in, in Lost Boys, in yes. the blood, it's glitter blood. And yeah, it's, it's so now so that I think that. about it. Yeah. yeah. So I I thought about it until I was reading, and they go, yeah, they put glitter, and so like the blood has a really like glistening, luminous quality to glam. it, like yeah. like the like the blowjob lips. <laughs> Because I'll always take it back. Maybe that was just the everything. 80s. All 80s, ties back everything to the blood has to go back to that. It's like what's that? What's that on you? Is that but you know, your, I'll tell you. I'll snow. tell you. I, I think I know why Lost Boys kind of edged had, had the edge, and that's because of shirtless saxophone man. Yes, that Tim, had the, the, Tim the, Capiello, the edge. Yeah. Tim Capiello in that damn sexy saxophone, dude. Sa- that guy was ripped. Oh yeah. What was his yeah. saxophone filled with cement? That guy, <laughs> he could have, like, he should have been in Conan. I love Arnold Schwarzenegger, but you see this guy. How is that guy not killing all the vampires? And, like, I think a lot of people were thinking about this because he made an album years later, or he did saxophone years later with a band, and they did, like, a cartoon kind of anime music video. Uh-huh. And it's what I want to be made into a movie where it's he is – Part of a vampire hunter squad, as he should be. Shirtless sex. Because I know man. vampires yeah. are strong, but there's no he would snap no, no a one vampire. Can beat, no one can beat shirtless sex. He would man. break a vampire's sex. arm off and stake them with their own skeleton. <laughs> I arm. still believe. Yeah. Or he's like he's like the bard in fifth edition D D. Finally, <laughs> finally a bard that's not worthless. Oh my god. He's a war bard. He's a scald. <laughs> he's like if you were doing like you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna make this game broke. 
broken, I'm going to dual class a barbarian and a bard so I can rage and I can constantly give oh myself my inspiration. We're deep diving. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> understands what I'm talking about, but the few people That's that okay. play D&D are like, oh, Jesus Christ. We mentioned them last time. No, They'll no, we talk, about, we talk about D&D frequently. I They'll be, you'll love be back. D&D. Yes, yeah. yes. And we have, we have Tim, a lot of... Tim Capio. <laughs> we have a lot of zero charisma people zero listening. Charisma. Oh. Um, so, so Bill Paxton was not only in Near Dark, but he was also in The Last Supper as one of the dinner guests. Oh, my God. Uh, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Great movie. Yeah. Great movie. So that came out in 1995. The director is Stacey Title, who also directed The Bye Bye Man, The Greatest Show Ever, Hood of Horror, with Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Bow, wow, wow. Uh, Let the Devil Wear Black. And uh, the cast was a pretty... That was a star-studded cast in that. Yeah. Nora Dunn is in that, right? As the as the cop. Nora Dunn is the cop. Yep. Oh and wow. Cameron Diaz is in. Yes. Courtney Courtney B Vance, who was absolutely beautiful in that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Jonathan Penner, uh, Ron Eldred, and Annabeth Gish. Oh, I Annabeth love Annabeth Gish. Gish. Yeah. She was one of my favorite additions to the X Files. And a while. and she's she, from an old Hollywood family. Yes. Really. Lillian Gish. Lillian Gish was a star right. in the twenties and thirties. Yep. So Bill Paxton was. The first guest that they had that they picked up, yeah, and he was a Holocaust denier. Yep, and oh, you know God. he was a desert, and, and you know he was in, fought in Desert, desert Storm. Storm. Yeah, you know, and he was again the you know alpha male. Alpha male. You know, we do this, and this is how we are. And but you know they're having dinner with this guy. I still think of Bill Pax. Is Bill Paxton in Weird Science right? as Chet? As oh, Chet. Chet. Yeah. How oh, about God. a nice greasy Easy pork, pork sandwich <laughs> served <laughs> in a dirty <laughs> ashtray? <laughs> oh, He's an asshole. Anybody with a haircut like that got to be an asshole. <laughs> Love that movie. It's so many quotable lines Chet. from that movie. Fucking Chet. Yeah. <laughs> Give me the keys. I'll drive. <laughs> but yeah, he yeah. plays a real scumbag. Oh yeah, he supper. like holds a knife up to the one guy, threatens to rape his girlfriend, and then you know they get into fisticuffs, and he breaks somebody's arm, and then next thing you know, he gets stabbed. You know, he's mm-hmm. he he dies at the dinner table and they get the idea that hey maybe we should invite people over so they start yeah getting like all they're the like a group of of they're like group vigilantes well it's the funniest thing the funniest line is we're liberals we do the right thing yes, you know? <laughs> yes. Like that line gets uh, and i was like oh wow that's pretty but funny i, I yeah. love it yeah. i love it because it's such a dark it's such a dark film, but it's also interesting because I, I feel like people now need We've to go back to rewatch it. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Because you know, we talk right about now, yeah. I'm, you know might be a little bit off kilter talking about like cancel culture. You talk or about whatever. you talk about anything you fucking yeah, want. Yeah, listen. Sure. Well, I just feel like that's we a go great, all over the place. I'm, I'm you know I'm on the I'm on the left. I'm I'm a liberal, but I I think sometimes we. We we don't do a healthy thing. No, we, we sabotage well, ourselves. We constantly. do. They fight the whole damn movie, and you know I, I'm gonna. This is a spoiler alert, mm-hmm. but fuck it. So you know they fight the whole damn movie. They mm-hmm. finally get Ron Perlman, who's like the Rush Limbaugh of that movie. Basically, yep. Yep. he's like that yeah. radio guy. And while they have Ron Perlman, his character in the living room, like. They're they're fighting over whether they should kill him or not. Mm-hmm. And while they're fighting over we- whether they should kill him or not, he's poured the poison wine into all of their glasses and then ultimately convinces them to drink it. 
Yeah. And so he's and then he talks it later about, you know, his uh, possible run for the presidency. Yes. Which is like fucking terrifying yeah, because it yeah. was the 90s. It's so precious. Yes. It yeah. was in the 90s that right. this came out. And this out. is when we were talking offline the other day. It made me think of the dead zone so much because right. it's like it sets up that here's this monstrous person that could go on. And it's like, you know, uh Martin Sheen is 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 teased out as this senator that something just seems off about. Oh, yeah. And Christopher Walken gets this vision that this senator be, eventually becomes president and he becomes like a fascist nightmare and right. is really dangerous. And like I wonder I, – I, it's been a while. I don't know if they referenced that in The Last Supper. But they see this person they, clearly as a danger. Yeah, they sort c- of do. They they say, well, if Adolf Hitler came to your dinner table, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. like, would you kill him? You yeah. Know? You're sitting there having schnapps with a guy in a bar and you know who he's going to be. Like, would you yeah. kill him? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You and know? I think that's what makes that movie so good and so interesting and that it shows that extreme nature that we, our liberals, were always right. Yeah. And I love that. It's such a good line but it's like we're always right except when we're not you know like right. we go and when we, we're not we're but but also <laughs> we're really in not world, it's like you know t- so i kind of looked at it this way and, and this is like so the joke here mm-hmm. kevin since you don't know is i'm the fucking hippie and lisa is like our goth friend over here and so so you know if you look at like so we have seven chakras right so um i feel like the Republicanism is, you know, like the lower chakras, the first chakra being the root belly, chakra. Yeah. yeah, survival, uh, procreation, and, and 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 ego, right? Yeah. So those are the three lower chakras, and if you're out of balance, you start acting like, you know, the very worst. Um, yeah, you know, like if you're bound up and constipated all the time, you sit on the toilet and you tweet. Yeah. If you if all you, <laughs> you know, do, like certain all people you do, do is eat shit and then make shit and then spew shit yeah that sounds you know, very much like just, a rush limbaugh yeah screw or screwing or, or obje- you know using your sex organs as weapons you mm-hmm. know in rape you know these th- types of things right and then you know so i feel like there's that piece of the right is that way and then the left it can is the heart the voice the thought and you know the the higher mind the spirituality and mm-hmm. you and you and you think if all of if if everything is in balance it's cool it's if, like the dark crystal. Yeah, and if but if if yeah. anything is out of <laughs> yeah, whack, the two. like is there any activity? Does anything happen up here while we're all deliberating the heart, the mind? No, nothing happens. You mm-hmm. know, uh, but uh, guess what? There's a whole lot of shit going on down here, quite literally sometimes. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And this is action. This is inertia, mm-hmm. right? At their at their worst, yeah, you know, uh, yeah, it all has to work together. You're right. So I'm sorry. This is that. That was my chakra. That was your tangent. That was my chakra. I'm just waiting. Yeah, I'm just waiting to get back to talking about Hellraiser. Hellraiser. Dysfunctional families. Dysfunctional oh my families. god. Yeah, the ultimate is. Hellra- Hellraiser is the it's it. Well, it's a couple of families. You got the Cenobites. Oh you know? yeah. Like I'd much rather have Thanksgiving with the Cenobites than than with the I'd, creepy yeah. uncle Frank. The girl, with no, skin. Creepy, yeah, <laughs> creepy and, uncle and Frank. And the stepmother, like you know, yeah. killing people to give him more skin. You know, the funny thing about that movie, I saw it. The first time I saw that movie was Bravo. Remember when uh, Bravo was a, wow, like a yeah. film channel yeah. instead of like pop culture and like Queer Eye? Did they show Which is, you know, cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was un- – OK, cool. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wow, thought it was interesting. interesting. So it did have like – unfortunately, they do kind of do commercial breaks. Yeah, see, that's but unfortunate. they don't edit the films or at least they didn't edit the films because they were like the independent – 
right. film thing. And I was like, wow, I was blown now, away. Now, how old I, were you when, you when you saw Hellraiser? Oh, junior high. Okay, that's the right the, time to see Yeah. Um, and I was just, I was like, wow, this horror movie's on this artsy film channel. There must be something to this. And, it, and maybe it was during Halloween. because But Hellraiser is such a great, great mythology. I love yep. that it presents hell as this like place of like earthly delights. And I think it yeah. ties into what you're talking about, like the lower sh- chakras, sure. yeah. like the base. Pain. Pain, pain and pleasure. Pain and they're, and and they're pleasure indistinguishable. Indistinguishable at a certain point. I find that really fascinating. And that like it's a grounding way that maybe heaven is this very high-minded thing but but hell has like within torture there is all of this pleasure and all of this like fle- things connected to flesh yep. like people it's earthly it's, it's yeah. earthly stuff yeah, yeah. It, it's it's such a cool concept that yep. like the people that excuse me kind of run or operate hell were like cast there yep. like mm-hmm. they were the first people to arrive or they were humans that discovered it yeah yeah well, we talked they, about they were humans that the 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 cenobites the cenobites were originally human mm-hmm. and we talked about we have an episode called origin stories where we talk mm-hmm. about uh the the um the origin of of pinhead Mm-hmm. Um, this and made his me origin actually story. go out and like I actually went to, I got, and, yeah. got the movie to because, because I'm a huge it. fan yeah. of the Hellraiser movies. I'm a huge oh fan God. of Hellraiser it was movies, so and it good. was very good. Um, and the first Hellraiser, like I said, it, it's when you think about it, it is like the ultimate like family dysfunctional movie. I mean, you have like you know the unfaithful wife who was dicking around with Uncle Frank before she got married, mm-hmm. and then you know she gets married. Uncle Frank disappears because he you know finds the he finds the lament configuration. Yep. Um, you know, and, and then, you know, here's this poor daughter, like stuck in the middle of all of this shit, you mm-hmm. know, like the, 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 the deceiving stepmother who actually kind of redeems herself in the second movie. Um, is it the second movie or the third movie? I think it's the second one. The second one, which there's some, there's, there's some redemption happening there. Mm-hmm. Um, and she becomes the skinless one. Yeah. Um, but the original, oh. but the original movie, um, you know, I think is really just like, like that, it's just like it's, yeah, like we're as sick as our secrets, yeah. and that comes down to hereditary, you know, another yep. family, another big time, that's like, a dysfunctional family yeah. movie, that's hereditary, oh huge, yeah, oh huge. my god, that should totally be on our Thanksgiving like horror, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's yeah. definitely, yeah, I and mean, that was one of the first movies. I it always to me like whether it's about addiction or mm-hmm. it always comes back to hereditary for me, yeah, and, um, and it's and, so great when a horror movie can present us something else and then it gets to be way more psychological like there's way more to unpack and mm-hmm. un- right. unpack from it like hereditary right or hell or the witch or oh god the witch the vivitch the vivitch the hereditary movie where you see tony colette crawling around on the was she flying or crawling around she was crawling around on the ceiling crawling on the ceiling yeah yeah she she becomes you know the the catalyst you know the the head, you know, the headless, you know, the grandmother and the, you know, the the mother, you know, all bowing down. But the yeah. ending of that, like, I was just like, what yeah. the fuck? I still, I still talk about that. I'm just like, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm into this. I'm into, you know, the the parallels of, you know, possession and and horror and dysfunction and and 
we're as sick as our secrets. And then that ending, I was like, oh, my God. I did not see That's that coming. That's such a great yeah. quote, though. We're yeah. as sick as our secrets. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I love that. I yeah. just And it just it's very Shakespearean, like, you know, that notion, like, the sins of the father vested on sure. the son or whatever. Mm-hmm. And just, like, like the, the tragedy and horror that, you know, connects it to, like hell, that it's this endless cycle. And I feel like there's always that – it, it when you're when you're breaking bread with your family like you do at at Thanksgiving like I always there's always that undercurrent of like you know there's like shit fuckery in every family. Well, ever and, ever meet those people? It's like oh the, the, what a lovely family or what a lovely guy and then you find out and street then the angel, sun comes back the sun comes back and murders well, everybody. No, it's like street angel house devil. You know like who we are outside of the family and mm-hmm. who we present may be different than who we present to you know the people that are closest to us well right know? and it's social media too you're always you're always presenting oh, your that's best. the highlight reel you're always you know? presenting your best self the the highlight reel is is social media um and you know here's here's all your instagram pictures of your fabulous food but in the meantime you know like uncle frank is is fucking the stepmother and has you know he has no skin and he's up in the <laughs> attic and <laughs> Pass the gravy. That <laughs> Hellraiser, gravy. I think, has one of the most fascinating, like, what do you call it? Like, it's basically like birth of a monster creature. Yep. Like, how blood is like the portal. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And yeah. like, yeah. and then they, they talk about like flesh is almost currency in the afterlife because you lose your flesh mm-hmm. and it like it's used. So like to cross over. You know, there's a sacrifice and somebody can enter back blood. into our world through blood. It's the blood and sacrifice. Be in that sequence where he resurrects mm-hmm. or in, and then later when she does, how they like pull up from the blood in this yeah. kind of like reverse skeletal thing. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of reminds me of those old uh, Peter Gabriel videos like for sledgehammer oh yeah right. oh <laughs> god totally. who's like, the uh, it's there's a there's a couple of brothers who um who do that uh who they're they were featured in one of those um videos and i went to see an exhibit of theirs in new york and now i got it the quay brothers i think it's oh. the quay brothers and they do that sort of stop motion mm-hmm. um I think there's a tool video that they do. Um, oh, it's yeah. sober? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With like the weird dolls or, yeah. and like is the it, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's that's sort of how they work and everything, you know, like, yeah, it's really, uh, yeah. And they're brothers. It, it works, the Quay brothers. Yeah. Um, they must have had a very interesting Thanksgiving growing up. <laughs> God, yeah. <laughs> to be able to pick apart, a t- like turkeys, you know, even like the carcass just partially carved out, you know, now you see bones and now you see like, yeah. All this stuff, all this, or we or, break the wishbone as a tradition at the yeah, end of the yeah, meal. It's good yeah. luck. Like, so much carving and carcass. There's so much death and like mutilation associated with this happy the holiday. Cranberry this sauce happy looks holiday. like blood. Yeah, it's like yeah. We see. <laughs> My God, Thanksgiving is more macabre than Halloween. Yeah, oh, Thanksgiving is totally macabre. Yeah, it's totally macabre. And you, yeah. you know, you, but I do like this. Let's bring back the horror in our holidays. That should be the campaign. Actually, they do that in some countries. They they don't they read 
wait a minute, was it you? Did we were, I see it on you? Yeah, on your I shared, Facebook page? And my friend just posted it again today. Reading, uh, it used to be a tradition that yeah, people that's would what, read ghost, scary ghost stories. Exactly, around Christmas. Because, you know, the song, it's the most wonderful time of the year. And Andy Williams is, you know, singing it and there'll be scary ghost stories. Yeah, that's that's a thing. Yeah. That's that, why that that's you tell Which I love. Stories. And I feel like that's something that we really well, need to Well, I mean, in a Christmas carol, that's like a ghost story. Jesus, especially reading the, like, the actual the novel. The actual text, Because, yeah. like, the description. Uh, especially it's the uh, ghost of Christmas yet to come. The description is they're a skeleton. You never see their face in their rib cage is a waif, starving waif. Yeah, the two, yeah. And there's two children this and he pulls up his cloak. Yeah. And, and I'm want. like, ignorance and want. Ignorance and want. I'm like, this is Oh, no, terrifying. ignorance and want is under the uh, ghost of Christmas present, under his, under oh, his yeah. oh, yeah, yeah the right, waif. Right. Are in, the well, when you, when you look guy. at Scrooge, Scrooge, I think, is the actual only spin on Christmas, on on, uh, on a Christmas carol that, that, that really that, that, that shows the, the waifs in the, well, brings, but the waifs in the skeleton. Mm-hmm. Because uh, when he when Bill Murray opens up opens up the robe, you know, and and uh, he's in the elevator with uh, with the ghost of Christmas uh, yet to come, and opens up the, the the ghost robe, and there's all these like screaming things in the rib cage, like ah! yeah, 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 it, and it's like I think that's, that's the like, only that's the only you, you time are, you see it. You're right because I think other depictions. Like the spooky thing is like it's your grave, Scrooge, yeah. Scrooge, because you're. Oh. I was. I in think that, the you best know, one. The I was be- in. I was in a Christmas Carol. I was never in a Christmas Carol. Yep. I think the best in middle school. The in best sixth ghost. Grade. Okay, we're 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 veering now into our <laughs> Christmas one. But the best one, the scariest one, is the one in the George C. Scott version. Yeah. It's just like this. Yeah. It's a skeleton. Did yep. my, was that Melissa that just wandered by? Uh oh. Think it might be Uh-oh. Melissa. It could be. We might have. To. We, she yeah. Wandered. No, we can keep talking. No, we'll yeah, keep talking. Let her in. There's Let Melissa in. Van Ham. <laughs> Mel- come, come in. Come in, come Melissa. In. Come in, Melissa. Well, hello. We're pulling a double. We're pulling. We're, a- we're, we're talking. We're talking family dysfunction and Thanksgiving. Oh, well, I'm perfectly on time. <laughs> 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 okay, there's another chair. Yeah. You have her sitting. She can pull to up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Find another chair. chair. Grab, or, grab a chair. Or, grab a chair. Or they can sit on one of our laps and we'll make it more more Talk Christmassy. And then and then you know maybe Kevin can stick around for the Christmas one. And we'll just yeah. <laughs> we'll just go. What a horrifying double header. Oh yeah, it's it's pretty bad, man. It's like the Bermuda Triangle it really podcast. Yes, it's yeah. We're, we're going there. We're going there. Um, but I'll always, I mean, I'll always find a way to talk about Hellraiser. Oh my god! Um, yeah. And and then well, what's another? The Shining. The Shining is oh, another Jesus. family dysfunction. Have you seen Doctor Sleep yet? I have not seen Doctor Sleep yet. I'm, you saw it? I haven't seen it yet. I'm dying to I see it. I want to see it. And I'm sad because uh, there's there's something going on where I feel like people. Have been complaining about it, uh, it, part one and two, and yeah. Doctor Sleep. They're not do, like apparently Doctor Sleep hasn't been doing as well at the box office mm. as it should, but it it should be because it sounds like it's it's really close to his books and it, it's got a lot of great Easter eggs, kind of referencing the original Shining. Um, I I can't wait to see it because my friends that are huge Stephen King fans went and saw it. And they're like, this is so good. It's well, yeah. And I can't wait to see it because I mean I'm I'm a and I've talked about The Shining in 
previous episodes, particularly around addiction, because The Shining itself, yes. um, the, the novel itself is very much a story of, of alcoholism and, right. and addiction. And that's a, a, King was so upset with the movie, though the movie is an amazing horror film. Right. It completely abandons. Well, it. it it, it, addre- it highlights it, and addresses addiction, but it, it abandons the whole redemptive arc. Right. And that it's all about family and sacrifice that, you right. know, T- Torrance sacrifices himself to save his family. To save Danny, yeah. And, um, you know, that's, you know, it's, I feel like, you know, it's like, well, you know, that's you good. You have to but look it's like, at them as two different stories yeah. that are sort of based on the same. You, I'm not going to tell you. All right. I saw it. I Ooh. saw it on opening night at the theater. And did you like? And well, my girlfriend and I consider ourselves serious shining historians as well. Uh-huh. And uh, we thought there was going to be like, we saw it at Legacy. So I thought it was going to be packed. Filate that, Mike. Get up there. Filate it. Yeah. All right. You know I have limited experience with that. I know. Again, again. <laughs> again with the blowjob. Blowjob lips. Again with the blowjob. Um, I thought there was going to be like people dressed up, you know, like I thought it was going to be like a fan to see. Yeah. Fan thi- I mean, nobody what has was, it been? 40 years since was the there. original? Nobody was there. That's so wow. depressing. That's and then so weird. I will say I read the book and I liked the book a lot. Mm-hmm. I was disappointed in that movie. Oh, really? So huh. and that's all I'm going to say. Okay. Right. I don't okay. want to ruin right. it for listeners or right. my fellow I will go give it a friends. shot. But I've I'm been, definitely I've been excited for the story. I was the story. so excited. Yeah, because I think at first when I was like, oh, he's making a sequel. But then the more I got into it, I was like, oh, this is exciting. Because it's like, you know, you talk about building your universes. I was like, this is really cool. It's definitely a universe. And you'll be excited with a lot of the shining things that are going to pop. Mm-hmm. Although... They've reworked the scenes. It's not. Uh, do you okay. see what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. They're yeah, not yeah. re-showing us old pieces of film. Mm-hmm. They've reworked it's, those scenes, and that's a little disconcerting for me. Yeah, I gotcha. So I just wanted to say, so this is Melissa Van Ham. Yes. Oh. Melissa, this is Kevin. Kevin Harrington. Yeah. Nice to meet you. This Hello. is Melissa's second appearance. Um, she's a she's a return guest. You, you might you might well we'll introduce her when we when we stop recording this and and then record the next episode. Um, but she was on our uh, plug it up episode. Oh, so yes, legend. I'm sure we'll get back there today. Yes, <laughs> I'm sure we'll get back there today. We will Somehow. go there. Um, so we're uh, we're nearing the end of uh, of our family uh, Thanksgiving uh, horror fest. Um, and now we will carve each other up and yes, sh- and shoot and punch each other. Shoot, shoot, shoot and punch in, each in other in tradition with Thanksgiving. Yes. So uh, anything you want to? Well, you've been pimping stuff out throughout the uh, episode. Yeah. But any 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 upcoming appearances you want to uh, talk about? I'm, oh my. God, my mind goes blank every time I'm yes, I think there's something coming up. Uh if I can do a shout out for my friend Chris O'Keefe and Podcation. Sure. If you're a fan of podcasting, it's basically a podcast writers uh creators retreat coming up in Salem. Oh cool. uh, I think submissions are still open. They might be um winding down pretty soon this week, right. depending on when this airs. But um uh, you can check it out, podcation.com. That uh, has all the details for registering and information on that. Oh, wow. Um, I Kill Dracula's will be coming up later this year. Yay. Uh, another podcast that rhymes with Adron Ospel Hour. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> we've been teasing it for many years now. Uh, season three is being written and worked, and we're looking to launch 
hopefully early uh, next year. Yeah. So um, that when that comes around, that will really please me if you tune tune into that. Sure, we shall. All right. And uh, yeah, so listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts, and please take a moment to give us a rating and a review. It does help, and uh, we're starting to trot out a little bit of a little bit of merch soon. Um, we've got some buttons coming up and working on a Patreon as, you know, we're still a baby podcast, but uh, do uh, check us out on the social medias, uh, Stay Scary Pod at uh, Twitter and Facebook and Stay Scary Podcast on Instagram. And uh, yeah, I don't really have anything to pimp out other than this episode and the next episode. And we're going to shut this one down and uh, start off with the Christmas episode. Gobble, gobble, motherfuckers. <laughs> gobble, gobble, all of us. <laughs> There's a monster in a house. There's a monster in a house. There's a monster in a house.